Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. I like to try to simplify what our metabolism is because I think there's a lot of misconception of what our metabolism does or doesn't do. And most of it disassociate our metabolism with our inability or our struggle to lose weight. Yet there's definitely a lot more processes involved. So a quick explanation here. So imagine your body is like a machine that needs fuel to run, just like a car needs gasoline. Metabolism is the engine of that machine. It's the process in your body that turns food you eat into energy that your body can use. So basically your metabolism is working through the entire day, whether you're sleeping, sitting still, um, being busy, doing any kind of exercising, it's keeping us alive. Now, some of us have faster metabolisms, which means our body can convert energy more quickly than others. Um, A lot of times, sometimes genetics can play a role in this, but as you're going to learn as we go along, there's a lot of other factors that play a role in this and factors that you can control. Um, But in very simple terms, metabolism is like the engine that converts food you eat into energy for your body. It's what keeps us going. Um, sorry, sorry, make sure. Okay. (laughs) Pushing all the buttons here. So these are just a few things of what our metabolism does besides our ability to lose weight or not. Um, number one, um, it's energy production. So this is uh, very important. Metabolism's help convert the food we eat into the energy that our body needs to carry out various activities like walking, talking, breathing, even sleeping. Um, The next one is nutrient processing. Metabolism breaks down proteins, carbohydrates, and fats from the food we eat into smaller molecules that can actually be used by our body for growth, repair, and maintenance. Next one is um, storage and release of energy. So it helps us store excess energy in the form of glycogen. So that's stored in our liver and our muscles and and fat, which is in our adipose tissue. So thinking carbs and things are going to be stored to help our muscle or going to be stored as body fat. Um, Waste elimination. So it's responsible for breaking down and eliminating waste products generated during various metabolic processes. So this includes not only uh, the breakdown of toxin, but the elimination of waste. So yes, urine, sweat, going number two, this, your metabolism is involved in this. Excuse me. It's going to help regulate body temperature. So it helps generate heat, which plays a crucial role in maintaining our body temperature within a normal range. So when we are cold, our metabolism speeds up to produce more heat. And when we're hot, it's going to slow down to conserve energy. 
So if you've ever heard me talk about cold showers, cold plunges, this is a little trick to help speed up your metabolism. It helps hormone production and regulation. So it's involved in the production and the regulation of hormones, which are chemical passengers, basically, that help control various bodily functions, such as growth, the metabolism itself, and reproduction. Um, tissue growth and repair. I mean, very, very explain. Don't have to explain that there. It helps our body uh, detox um, and many other things. So I basically just wanted to run through that to let you guys know our metabolism plays a huge factor in our body. And it's not just the ability of are we able to lose fat easy or not? Yes, that is definitely on the list, but it is not the only thing. So this is where I feel like a lot of us are curious about and what are we doing that slows down our metabolism? So again, guys, if I'm going over anything too quickly, feel free, ask questions in the comments and I'll make sure and get to them uh, before we wrap up here. But low calorie or restrictive diets, this is the number one factor that I have seen in my coaching that is responsible for slowing down your metabolism. Because let me ask you this question. The very first diet you ever tried, wasn't it the easiest one? The very first time you tried keto, I bet you lost a lot of weight really easy and probably didn't have to do very much exercise. And that's because of this reason. It's because your metabolism was in a high state. It was in a faster state. And every time you try a fad diet or a very restrictive diet, your metabolism is going to slow down each and every time, which means each diet after the first one is harder and harder. And that's because you don't set your body up properly. Um, so especially if you diet for extended periods of time, when your body's not getting enough energy, it has no other choice but to slow your metabolism down because your body doesn't care about body fat. Your body cares that it keeps you alive. It, it's important. It's adapting and it's doing exactly what it's meant to do. Um, the next one that I see all the time, we're very sedentary in our daily lives. Most of us sit at a desk most of the day, not saying all of us, some of us are very active, but for the majority of people, um, the lack of physical activity plays a role. So this is a very big contributing factor to a slower metabolism and regular exercise is going to help maintain muscle and it's going to keep your metabolic rate higher. Uh, the next one is loss of muscle mass. Um, muscle tissues, they burn more calories at rest than our fat tissues. So losing muscle mass, which can occur due to aging, due to inactivity, due to inadequate protein amount, can very much result in a slower metabolism. Um, the next issue is hormonal imbalances. So hormones are another crucial factor in a regulator metabolism and imbalance in hormones such as the thyroid hormone, uh, insulin, cortisol, our sex hormones can really impact metabolic function. And the one that I see most common is cortisol levels. So thinking of what raises cortisol levels, stress. Cortisol is our stress hormone and our, and our body's response to stress. And it's not just physical stress, but a lot of times it's mental stress. So if you're having uh, work issues, if work is just crazy stressful, if school is crazy, 
if you're not getting enough sleep, if you are fasting, believe it or not, for most women, fasting causes cortisol levels to rise, which is going to actually do the exact opposite of what you're trying to do when you're trying to lose weight. It's going to slow down your metabolism. It's going to increase your cortisol and it's going to make things harder for you. Am I saying this does this for everyone? Absolutely not. But the majority of women I see, this is the impact. So again, chronic stress is the next one here. I kind of already talked about it, but it's going to elevate those cortisol levels, which can affect your metabolism. Um, not only, but elevated cortisol levels are also going to increase your appetite, which makes weight gain inevitable. It's really hard to combat a high appetite. Now, there are some medical conditions that um, definitely play a role. So if you're somebody who struggles with an underactive thyroid, um, PCOS, Cushing syndrome, all these things can lead to slower metabolisms. Um, there's also some medications that we take that, um, especially you, those used to treat um, hormonal conditions and um, depression, anxiety medications, they can affect our metabolism. And I put this one last. Because you guys took a poll in the group and I asked, do you feel that your metabolism has slowed down with age and that now you're really struggling? And this is a huge myth when it comes to metabolism and we blame our age. So we kind of take the responsibility off of ourselves and we blame it on our age, which age we have nothing. We cannot control our age. We can't stop our aging process. We can't reverse it. As of yet, there might be a day that that happens, but currently it is not possible. But age actually has very little to do with our metabolism slowing down because within all the studies, our metabolism due to age doesn't actually reduce or slow down until after the age of 60. But what happens as we age is as we get older, we tend to, number one, lose muscle mass, which, as we covered earlier, muscle burns more calories at rest compared to fat. So every year after the age of 35, you are going to lose muscle unless you're doing something to tell your body to actively keep muscle. Resistance training and eating high protein. You have got to be doing those two things in order to keep muscle on your body. Okay. Now, again, just, just a caveat here. It's important to know, of course, that these factors can slow down your metabolism, but they're not going to affect everybody in the same way. So how it affects my body may be different to how it affects your body. So it's definitely, I'm not trying to say that genetics don't play a role because they 100% play a role but they are not everything. Now, my favorite part, how do we improve and speed up our metabolism? Um, number one, of course, so guys, I'm gonna keep going because I know we've got 15 minutes left, but this is the most important part and the part I want you to pay the most attention to because this right here is what you have control over and things that you can start doing today to actually speed up your metabolism and start seeing results. Um, so how to improve and support your metabolism uh, for uh, fat loss. Number one is regular exercise. So physical activity, such as aerobic exercises, strength training, even walking can boost your metabolism. 
Not only does it help burn calories, but it helps build muscle and it increases your metabolic rate even when you're at rest. So that is the most important factor that I want you to take away from when I say one of the best things you can do is resistance training because we're not focused on burning calories when we're resistance training. The main focus is building strength, building muscle. So later when you're doing nothing, your body is burning calories for you, which means, hey, I get to eat more food and still lose body fat. And if anyone on here right now is on the live or watching this replay, you have experienced this. So I know I saw Sherry's name up here and uh, when I first logged on, so I can't see who's all on now, but I did see Sherry's name pop up. Uh, she is a past client of mine. Um, I don't know if Sarah's on here, but there's some other ones that have known that when you start working with me, the first thing we do is I get you to eat more calories. And what most people think is going to happen does not. Most people think I'm going to gain weight and most do not. Most are going to lose weight because your body is less stress. It starts pri prioritizing building muscle and then the body fat just melts away. So just know that. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying the show, please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on IG or Facebook and tag me on IG at Kaylee Montoya Fitness or on Facebook at Kaylee Montoya Houston so I can reach out and thank you personally. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. Uh, the next uh, balanced and nutritious diet, of course, this is super important. So eating a well-rounded diet that includes a variety of whole foods like fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, whole grains. Yes, there's nothing to be scared of about carbs, healthy fats. They can support a healthy metabolism. Um, doing your best to minimize or avoid excessively sugar foods and processed food is, of course, going to be beneficial. Um, there's nothing inherently bad or good about any food, just healthier than not. Um, so things that are high processed sugary food are going to promote overeating and it's going to be really hard uh, to stay within certain limits. Um, it's really hard to use willpower all the time. Uh, the next important one is staying hydrated. This is a super simple one that anyone can do right now. As you see, I'm still drinking water right now for one, because my throat is itchy and dry, but I have a daily water goal and that water goal should be half your ounces in body weight. So if you're not drinking that, you need to start now because it is proven in tons of studies that just drinking 17 ounces of water is going to increase your metabolic rate by 30% over the next two hours. Come on, that is amazing. That is an instant result. If you just start drinking a little bit more water, um, not only is it going to help your metabolism, but of course, it's going to help aid your digestion. It's going to help your ability to actually absorb nutrients and, and help you eliminate waste. Um, eating at regular meals, um, super important. So if you're one that snacks all day long, your body's not going to get a chance to break, or maybe you're one that uses intermittent fasting, like I spoke of earlier, um, stopping those things and actually eating regular meals within every three to four hours is going to help. So your body gets on a schedule and knows food is coming 
more than likely you're going to eat bigger meals instead of snacking and grazing all day because those snacking and grazing moments add up to calorie in calories a lot more than we think we do instead of just scheduling out those key meals throughout the day. Uh, next is protein intake. So there we go. Um, sorry, didn't have the, the slide moved for us, but protein intake. So this is super important. You guys hear me talk about eating more protein all the time. Um, eating an adequate amount of protein for your diet is going to help you boost your metabolism because protein requires more energy to actually digest it and metabolize it compared to carbohydrates and fat. Plus it's going to help you build muscle. So you're thinking you are burning. So let's say I'm trying to try to give an example and I'm horrible at math. So coach Julie is definitely better at math, but let's just say you ate a hundred calories worth of protein. I'm going to keep it simple. You're actually only intaking 70 calories from that because it takes that much effort for your body to digest it, to digest it. But if you eat a hundred carbs of, or hundred calories of carbs, you're going to get like 95 calories from that because yes, it does take a little bit of effort, but not as much. Um, sleep. Sleep is huge. Uh, I can't stress this enough. Like on top of the, the pyramid, like sleep is so important and it's crucial for a healthy metabolism. So lack of sleep can not only disrupt hormones, but it is the leading cause to imbalance in our metabolism and our increase in appetite. So you ever realize sometimes you get some crappy sleep, maybe you wake up three or four times, you have a, a fight with your spouse or your kid keeps you up all night and you go into work and there's donuts sitting there, you know how much harder it is to say no to those donuts or the pizza that they bring in for lunch. But if you had amazing sleep, it's much easier to say no to those things. So if those days add up time and time again, not only is it going to raise cortisol, but your willpower is going to tank. Um, managing stress. So chronic stress can definitely impact our met metabolism negatively. As I spoke of earlier, it's going to increase cortisol. So you have to find healthy ways to manage stress, such as any kind of relaxation technique, breath, breath work, exercise that you find stress reducing or engage in some hobbies, find something that you love to do and join some kind of community, see people in person, get out from behind the screen as I'm going to you live on Facebook. And yes, I'm telling you to get off your screen. Um, I know it's a, it's a necessary evil sometimes, um, but Building and maintaining muscle mass, of course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this until I'm blue in the face, but muscle tissue, again, guys, it burns more calories at rest than fat tissue does. And engaging in any kind of strength training exercise is going to help maintain and build muscle mass, which means your metabolic, your metabolic rate is just going to keep increasing here. Um, next one that is going to help is avoid prolonged sitting. If I had a standing desk, I would be standing right now, but I do not. Um, so being sedentary for long periods of time, it's, it's really going to negatively impact your metabolism. So just taking time like every 10 minutes, and I'm sorry, every hour, the last 10 minutes of that hour, just get up and walk, go get a drink of water, go to the bathroom the farthest from your desk. If you work at a desk, instead of just using the bathroom that's closest to you, but just breaking up your day 
parking further away at work or at the grocery store. Simple things like this are what is what's going to make a big difference because you're going to be able to stay consistent with it. So again, (laughs) while there isn't any single magic solution to improve your metabolism, one of the most impactful things you can do is start engaging and resistance training. So this is the number one thing that I'm going to stress, not focusing on cardio. Cardio is great for your health. It really is. It's terrible to focus on for your fat loss. And I will stand behind that 100%. Do I do cardio? Yes. But I don't do it for fat loss. I do it for my cardiovascular health. And I choose things that I love. If you don't love to run, do not ever think you have to run in order to lose weight. But finding some form of resistance training that you love to do and can do it two or three times a week is sufficient. It truly is. You do not have to work out five, six, seven days a week. And in fact, I suggest most of you do not. Uh, Most of our lives are high stress, whether that's physical or emotional or mental. And adding in that many days of training or workouts are actually going to increase your stress, increase your cortisol. So finding a healthy balance of two to three days a week of a resistance training program is going to get you amazing results. Um, Now, as I wrap this up, I want to give away this free metabolic assessment to anyone on here listening right now or watching the replay. If you feel like your metabolism is what's holding you back, then I suggest taking this assessment. It's a very short form. It's going to take you two to three minutes to fill out. It's going to ask you some questions about your daily life, your goals, some things you feel like you're struggling with, and that's going to give you access to a free call with me. These calls are like around 15, 20 minutes, depending on the questions that you have. At the end of this call, I'm going to be able to give you some actionable steps for you. So these that I'm giving you right now are very generic. Um, I don't know where you're struggling with the most, but you fill out this form. I'm going to be able to see exactly where you're struggling, and I'm going to be able to give you two or three things that you can change that's going to start seeing amazing results. That way you're not focusing on seven, eight different things, but instead you're focusing on two that's going to get the ball rolling for you. So again, my goal is just to provide as much value as I can. If you want to fill it out, you can. If you don't want to, that's okay too. This is not anything I'm trying to force on you. I'm not trying to sell you anything right here. I have plenty of people that I'm working with right now. I just want to help you. So fill it out. We'll schedule a 15-minute call. So this is probably going to start either the end of this week, uh, beginning of next week. So hop on a 15-minute call. Uh, we'll see where you're, where you're at, where you're struggling, and we can go from there. Now, before I wrap this up, I'm going to check. Oop, sorry. <laughs> Let me turn my uh, volume off on my phone to make sure. I want to see where my questions are. Uh, nope, no apologies for being late. Yes, Sherry, I was shocked uh, to start losing weight when increasing my calories. So absolutely, it was my pleasure. Um, sitting in the smoke, new smoking, I've heard. I'm not sure if sitting is quite that bad, Tara, but I have heard that. But I think that was no questions. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off, guys. Thank you so much for staying with me for these last 25 minutes of 
this presentation. And I truly hope I was able to provide you some value, um, some information that you didn't know, or at least reinforce some things that you weren't sure about. And now you know exactly what to do. But all right, guys, I hope you have an amazing afternoon. I'm going to get out of here before Julie needs the gym. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. I'm going to post that assessment. Actually, I'm not. I'm not going to post it because I need you to take action. So if you take action, that's going to show me that you are wanting to see change. So if you want the metabolic assessment, comment and say, I want it. And then I'll send it over to you. So that's simple. I, I'm asking you to take just a little bit of action. Come on, just a little bit of action to show me that you want change. So if you want the assessment, again, post in the comments. I want it and I'll send it over to you. But you guys have an amazing afternoon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.